feel like I wished people in Gabrison were friendlier because mm, it's a small city and we have each other, we're we there for the vibes and everything is each other. costing me a whole lot of money which was around 700 rands which is up at the time it was around 17 to 20 000 words that's a lot for a Imagine phone bill that. it's not on my budget given the fact that there's a there's a package for 500 foreigns for 1 gb you paying 20,000 for for data is ridiculous crazy like monthly data is like what 6,000 foreigns yeah so it's just absolutely i've never ridiculous. paid that 6,000 i always paid more for what no, like the house month. packages. The house packages. Oh, the house packages. There's like the six thousand, and the and yeah, and yeah, it's like six thousand foreign, and it's unlimited. So you're like, okay, so why paying twenty thousand is just absurd? Because they tricked me. They never said, oh, the international calls are like five minutes or blah blah blah. They just said you do have that, and then they don't. You know what they did actually? They don't put a limit for your calls. So I knew that I had calling credits. I knew that I had one, two, three, but I didn't know that there's a limit to it. So I would call you, call everybody, and it would go through. So every time it goes through, you never think that you've passed the limit. Yeah, because back home, if if it, yeah. if if you're if you're done with what you have, it tells you. It, it tells you, you and it tells you you can't call anymore. Yeah. But here they just keep billing you yeah. when you surpass. It just keeps going and going and going. Only to find out you've finished all your calling credits and whatever, and and they debited you like they're gonna bring you a bill. That's the crazy part. Cause back home it's gonna disconnect when your credit yeah. is over, yeah. but here it's gonna keep going on. It's it gonna keeps going. and it, and it's gonna it's gonna bill you a negative. It just keeps going. You be having fun, happy, having conversations. You're like oh, it's still so there. Turns out I had a lot of data. Yeah, and then next thing you know, you owe them twenty. They send you a monthly email for like, data. It's insane. Let us spend that on a ticket. Something nice. To a spa. Yeah. A massage. A massage, something, food. I'd rather go to a dinner date. And yeah. Just go get some champagne and a rooftop, whatever. But yeah, um you also wanted to mention you 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 earlier on when we were speaking, you mentioned how another shock for you was friendships and how it was different for you in Depression versus in Budapest. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna go into that? Because everyone who comes in here, you think that everyone is going to be friendly yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Because we're all international. We all don't know anybody. We're all homesick. We all left our friends and everybody at home. So you expect everyone to be nice. But yeah. you're telling me about your experience and the yeah, person in Budapest. So when I came to Hungary, I arrived on the 16th. I was in Budapest for two weeks before I went to Debrecen. And my experience in Budapest was a more vibrant community. Mm-hmm. If even if you're walking on the street and you come across another African, they're gonna just like either yeah. nod to acknowledge that yeah I see you too, yeah. or smile. Sometimes it can even start conversation, and you yeah. know the whole Kenyan bracelet. You just all there. You're like hi, I'm Kenyan too, but I feel like when I got to Debrecen, I noticed that there was a big shift because being there just because you're African doesn't warrant you to have a conversation with someone that you've just seen on the street. Yeah. Like people, people. I was. I was seeing an African and I was getting excited, but they just walked past me like they didn't see me, and I was like, "Oh, like, okay." Why are you being excited? Yeah, well, I mean, first and of then, all, do you know me? Yeah, it's like people are so closed off. Because yeah. the number of times I've just met people randomly on the streets of Budapest is insanely amazing, 
and back in Deborah said it's like people are more reserved and they're just like okay I'm not gonna talk to you unless I know, I know you, you or, or, know some, or something yeah like you could be at the bus stop with someone else and they're just literally disinterested in yeah. whatever is going on yeah. so that was the difference between Buddha. and I think that's why I enjoy Budapest more even when I go I feel like it's a very vibrant community Deborah is a bit closed off there's a lot of segregation with regard to countries and so with that being said I feel like that's one of the things that I struggled with yeah. amongst the international community or African students. I feel like I wished people in Debrecen were friendlier because mm, it's a small city and we have each other. We're yeah. there for the vibes All and everything is each, each other. Like, it's crazy. It's like when you say, okay, like, for example, you say, okay, there's this event. You're in Budapest. Yeah. There's an event. People are trying to go. But in Debrecen, it's like, yeah, um, I have exams. I'm like, don't we all? Okay, but I'm not gonna say. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna seek further on that. I won't be crucified. But um, yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna go deeper with friendship in uh, the Another upcoming uh, episode. um, episodes because we both had crazy shocks when it comes to that. To a point where it deserves a, a, like a, a, its own episode. <laughs> yeah. If we have to unpack it, but yeah. And if you're coming to Budapest, it's really not that bad. But I'm guessing with other smaller cities, it yeah. might be a challenge, yeah. especially because in other cities you don't really have as many black people. I think the two cities that have a lot of black people is Budapest and Debrecen. The others are very, very few. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Pitch. I feel like Pitch, Debrecen, and Budapest. I think yeah. they have like. And Pitch is actually a really vibrant city. Yeah. Like the international community there is so friendly. Yeah. Like. I loved my time there. Yeah. It's see, really hard to see them during the day. Yeah. But when it's an event and they're all out, it's yeah. like you know the vibe is there. I loved yeah. it. Um, and then you were also talking about racism. How it's passive here. How passive it is here. Like, it, mm-hmm. I was even telling you about my what I witnessed yesterday. So here's the thing, right? When you are caught on the tram or bus or whatever and you don't have the ticket, um, you have to pay a certain fine. But we've come to notice how if it's a Hungarian or a white person, they let them slide. They yeah. let them slide. But with us, like black people, they will like make sure you pay. You're it. a targeted. Like they can even start with you because it's just like, okay, the odds that you don't have a ticket are so high. Yeah. And then they get so aggressive. Maybe yeah. they're yelling. And I'm just like... If you talk to me on a normal tone, you can still pass the message yeah. as compared to you yelling at me or they threaten you with things that they know are triggers for you guys, like the police yeah. or like bring your pass or bring your residence permit because yeah. they know that your documents are crucial to you being in Hungary without getting into any trouble. So I just feel like in that sense, they really make life a bit extra difficult when you're an international student. Like, it's just too much. The consequences and the punishments are so harsh and merciless. To because us. To us. And That's it's crazy. Like, you just they, arrived in Debrecen. They're maybe expecting us to be criminals. They look at you that like you're, like you're, you're a wrongdoer. Yeah, you will definitely They step in the tram wrong. and they're like, definitely yeah. that black person doesn't have a ticket. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Because my yeah. friend told me the same thing. He was like, okay, he stepped into the tram and he actually came to me. Yeah. And he was like, where's your ticket? And I actually had a monthly pass. Yeah. So I was like, no, like, I have... Um, he was like, and, like and, and and they actually and they, they so come to you and they're just like yeah. ticket attitude. or fine yeah. and I'm just like can with you relax? they come with that we know you don't uh, have a ticket back and you're like I have it because when I got caught when I didn't have a ticket I was showing the guy that I 
didn't know that you have to validate it because i always use the monthly pass yeah. which doesn't need mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and yet yesterday i saw this gentleman the Can hungarian see? lady was, did not validate her thing and the guy was like uh, he literally he went it was okay. and he continued with me they got off the tram with me and it's not just us it's our friends it's how they've had the experiences yeah. and how we've witnessed how they treat other cried. like white people and other it's i cried after my first encounter with the ticket checkers and i was like i just went home it's and tra- cried it's so traumatic it, it's so traumatizing <sighs> until you get to a point where my best advice would be stand up for yourself and stand your ground if you find yourself in a situation and let's the rules are if you have a monthly pass and by any chance you forgot it at home yeah and you they you they they come across you in the tram you are only allowed to pay 350 foreigns the man, basically yeah for that for that one trip so because you have a pass but you just don't have it yeah in yeah. that moment yeah so the, when they give you the whole finding thing you just have to go to the office and um like you know yeah. get your get like show them your monthly pass that you yeah. that you already that purchased and yeah, cause they they're not gonna tell you that they're gonna just find you automatically until you tell them no 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 I have a monthly pass and I know that I'm only gonna until you show them that you actually know they're gonna take advantage of that situation because some of them when you pay them in cash they they keep that money to themselves because yes. there's no record showing that um you gave them any um, money. money but yeah. when it's by card then they know that it's automatically Traceable. gonna go to the finding yeah. and i'm not sitting here and condoning the fact that people choose not to buy monthly Please, passes yeah, no, 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 we're no. saying that it's a lawful activity like they're supposed to monitor and check but they're we going be, beyond what we're fighting for is to be treated equally equally like don't be, be discriminated yes, don't look at me as an african and just like be like she doesn't have a ticket you know? when i've sat in a bus and seen an average working hungarian who doesn't have a ticket yeah. and he's just like they're gonna think it's me who doesn't have yeah. it. So I'm just like the whole discrimination and victimization of uh, not discrimination against us that we don't get such things or we don't follow the law or they have to yeah. be extra aggressive with us. It just it just pains me because I'm just like you don't need to do all of that. Like you can actually just come to me and tell me okay. As a human being, just be there. Like um, so you're supposed to actually validate because I I yeah. asked them I was like oh you're supposed to do this that that that. And I've seen a lot of people being shown that this is how you validate the ticket because different trams have different validation. The other ones are automatic, exactly. so you just put it in and it does the thing. The other one, you actually have to do the situation. I didn't know all of uh, all of that. I did not know. Yeah, because there's no, there's no instruction. instruction yeah. And then, which just reminded me of an incident. My friend was going to the airport. She was traveling yeah. and she was at the metro. It was her first time. And she went and asked them, like, literally, how do I, how do I check my ticket? And they find her. They find her. They told her, you're not supposed to come to us and ask. If you come to us and ask, then we're going to... And they find her. And then she's like, okay, now that you find me and you've taken my money, can you at least show me how to value yeah. the ticket? She's just like... And the person was just like, oh, black people. Huh? Imagine that. And you know how heartbreaking that is? So I'm just like... I feel like the passive racism is so normalized. It's insane. It's insane. It's crazy. I don't understand how people can just be. We are all humans. The only difference we have is different skin colors, and that's it. But we all have, we're all humans. We have the same feelings. The way you treat yeah. me affects me. The way you would be affected. The or way you, a or, Hungarian would be yeah, affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you go to the hospital and you're explaining yourself, and it's like you're overreacting. And I'm just like, this is how I feel. It's like no, they're they're just they're like no. It's I just feel like. Oh, 
it can Lots get so overwhelming are on a whole other level. I've had two friends who've <sighs> been hospitalized and their experiences. Okay, I'm going to do a story time at some point of how I found out that I was lactose intolerant because I think it will help a lot of people. Oh, you found out here? That. Yeah. Oh, interesting. From like weeks of suffering and no one could help me because you don't even know unlike in south africa you know that in that corner there's a clinic and i can just walk in and be like yo i am having stomach cramps and they can just help you here it's a whole lo- long system if you don't have a tie card and when you come here you don't automatically have a tie card you have to go and apply for it you have to blah, blah, blah. before you get that for you to get health care it's such a complicated situation because like you said when it comes to paperwork and all of those things they are very very harsh like they're not how do i put this they're not they're harsh like it's not a matter of you know this is the law but you need to i just landed yesterday yesterday for an example and i'm going through this and yeah. i don't have a tie card because of this but you can see the paperwork that i needed for until today it's yeah. here i'm just waiting for the process for it to be no one processed. is going to be able to help you unless you have money exactly and speaking of when i got here it was my first winter and yeah. i was getting a runny nose yeah. and i went there and i was just like okay could i please just get like some a prescription for something for my flu so because yeah. over-the-counter drugs most of them most are of them insistent on res- prescriptions yeah. so i go there you have to actually book an appointment in deberson you have to book an appointment Even here. yeah like um you go there you just like can i just please get a prescription to like get my yeah. for for my nose because and they're just like okay now we just have to you have to stay home you have to quarantine it's covid and i'm just like guys i i just i I'm literally, it's just a flu, and I'm acclimatizing. It's, it's crazy, the whole disconnect. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. But yes. yeah, we'll get into that at some point as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to yeah. talk about the age of consent. Why is it 14? The age of consent is 14 here. Literally, uh, Hungary, uh, you, you know, I was always concerned why I'm at the metro and an old man is hitting on me. Because back home, it's like an old man with beard. It's, it's. It's absurd, you know? Little consensual is 14. Like, you can literally... A 30-year-old can fuck... A 50-year-old man can fuck a 14-year-old and it's not a crime. First of all, do you know how 22-year-olds are still naive and stupid and all of that? Exactly. Imagine a 14-year-old. What do you even know about the whole coping with the, the emotional baggage that comes with, with sex? You easily manipulate it. So they said that um, they passed a law that said that a fi- like the age of consent is fourteen, and if gay people have sex, that's pedophilia. Because they are, yeah, the lo- the laws here against um. Homo- so I'm just like, do you know what pedophilia means? Slavery. Yo, ma, what are we talking about? It's painful. Eh? How we get treated? I I think. If someone was if someone was to come to me and be like, Oh, is there racism in, in um Hungary? I would just be like, Ah, oh, no, not really, you know, because I never yeah. really sit down and think about all of these things. But now when we're having conversation, you're like I feel like I'm a is naive a good is it a word? What does naive mean again? I feel like I'm very like naive, not, yeah, not sure, I don't know yeah, what word yeah, to use, yeah. but I'm just there like I'm always just like, mm, never really pay attention, whatever, whatever. And just like to add on that, I worked at KFC. Yeah. And I saw how there's a difference between the roles that they give Africans yeah, and the role that they give Hungarians. Hungarians. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they should prioritize us. Yeah. But why is it that when you see an African person, you're just associating them with suffering and working hard, being overworked, 
when it's a Hungarian working a particular post, there's two of them. Yeah. But when it's you, it's just you alone. Why? And it's and they know it, you're desperate, so you're gonna make it work. It's so condescending. It's really it's it's just too much. I've seen it. It's so condescending. Like I just feel like there's alternative ways of doing things without like this and especially hungary i feel like it's an atmosphere where we can easily coexist especially yeah, with the easy. laws already being re- regulative in terms of how you get to stay here like you're yeah. either working or studying so if i'm a student i'm working at your restaurant the least you can do is just treat make me like treat me being. like a human like treat me like your friends yeah. like there's no difference between us you know and then the worst part is the person who's looking down on you has absolutely no reason to be looking down on you. You're there, you're there, you're struggling, you're fighting for your degree. The person looking down on you dropped out of high school. Is just there, chilling, earning the biggest salary just because of how he looks, because of who he is. You're there, you're overqualified, you have a degree from your country, you your you're here, you're going to school, day. you're just working because you want to travel. You're, just working, you're not working because of your basic needs, Do you're you? working because you want to travel. Yeah. And... Someone here whose basic existence they're gonna it depends on that salary and they're busy looking down on you. I feel like that's that that's that's one of the worst things to feel, and then it reflects on how you treat yourself based on something that um, yeah we can both work towards because being yeah. white is something I cannot do. Yeah, being white is something I can not I cannot work towards, work towards being. Whereas if you say um if you all get sixty percent and above, then you're gonna then it's something that we both can work on. You know, we can try to do that, even though not all of us are mentally or psychologically capable or intellectually capable of getting a 60%, at least it's something you, you work can work towards. towards you can but try, you can choosing to give me less life. because I'm African, I'm never going to be white. Exactly. I'm never going to be white. Ever. Like, Here's another cultural shock. Smoking. How it's just so normalized. Oh my God. I was God. talking to a colleague of mine. So this one time I'm with this other lady. I'm like, can I help you? She's like, oh, actually, please, because I'm alone right now. The person I'm working with is on a smoke break. I look at her and I'm like, I don't understand why smoking break is so okay exactly. here. And for people like us who don't, don't smoke, smoke at all, they never say, oh, here's one day vacation what? because you don't you smoke. Because I think it would promote people to stop, yeah, smoking, to stop smoking. But also it would be fair for us because a person will be walking out every two to three hours to go and smoke, which leaves you with a whole lot of workload. Whereas mm-hmm. you are just in work. You're just working the only from time the moment you clocked lunch. in to the moment you exactly. clocked out, you've just been working. And your friend has gone for five smoking breaks. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette is going to cost about five to ten minutes. Yeah. And it's a paid break. It's a, they get it's paid. a paid break. They it's not like, oh, you're not going to pay for every yeah. ten. I was just like, what's I was like, going no, we need, we deserve vacations because also. So now I'm missing out because I'm not smoking. Because you're not smoking, you're not getting a break. Because I was just thinking at how they're promoting the whole smoking thing. Because how the hell do you give people smoking break? Paid, paid smoking, smoking breaks. breaks. It's like, so encouraged. I don't understand. Even kids, like I was thinking the other day, I saw this other kid. I wanted to smack him, guys. I'm not violent. I'm a good person. But anyway, I wanted to smack him because he's a child. To me, like in in Africa, we say um, a child is raised by a community. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that child, I just saw my little brother. Mm-hmm. So I saw him smoking, and my heart just sank immediately. Even though that's the thing as well, I saw my little brother, even though he's white. 
whereas they can never see us the same but exactly. you know what, not <laughs> i saw my little brother as young as he was i'm like oh my god my little brother smoking like this i would flip and it just got me so mad and it was just normal for him he was so young like 14 15 and he's smoking and it's a normal thing and i was wondering why and how and i was thinking about the psychology behind it and i realized there was a kindergarten close to my place like literally two minutes away from where i was staying and i realized the teachers there would smoke in front of the kids so the kids grow up with that thing that it's actually a normal thing to smoke because back home it's like if you're an alcoholic or stuff like that people try to do that away from their kids because even here we're we're just chilling and you see a father right there his son is sitting there next to him and he's openly smoking and that's a culture of choke for us because we're just like okay we never do drugs in front of our parents like mm -mm. it's so normalized it's shocking yeah yeah it's very shocking honestly Yo, I was so shocked. The first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Every way. Tons of cigarettes. You can smoke an entire pack in a day. And And it's it's very concerning. And it's been normalized, which is the craziest part. So, definitely, I hear you on that. Another good cultural shock was uh, traveling. How how easy Easy it is to move around the European Union. To to, to travel, move around when you have the Skenjin visa and blah, blah, blah. And because we spoke about that, you managed to teach me about how easy it is to actually travel in Africa, which is something I didn't know. Yikes. Because I used to think that you it actually was need, for other places oh. you need like visas and stuff like that. You can't just go with your passport, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That's why a lot of Africans don't really travel to African countries, but they always travel all the way from Africa mm-hmm. to Europe. Because as soon as they all land a traveling Skanjan visa, they know they can go around Europe and travel different countries. Maybe in a week or whatever, you can literally go into about five different countries and yeah, experience different countries. Yeah, a Europe, Europe summer. Europe, yeah, literally. So that's another thing that really stood out for me. I was so excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was like, oh my God, my friends are just going Yeah, around. today you're in Netherlands, you're shopping yeah. in Switzerland, you're shopping in France yeah. tomorrow. It's so easy to travel here. And then the fact that they've established rail, road, and air, it means that the airfares are not going to be so high because there's established and there's competition from other means of transport. Because back home, if you want to move from Kenya to Nigeria, you're going to take a flight. There's no, there's no rail. There's no road. Like... You're gonna have to fly you like you if you're driving you're gonna have to drive to like the congo forest or something so that being said that gives the air transport an upper hand and it's ridiculously expensive yeah. and it actually plays a role in discouraging africans because yeah. if it's gonna cost me the same price to go to europe then it's gonna cost me the same price. might as well go to europe, europe you yeah. know so uh i also think the countries yeah, are very close together yeah so traveling from one country to yeah. another doesn't take too much time, too much number time. One, and it's easier convenient you yeah, don't really have that much stress you know you could literally go to shop in vienna and that's normal yeah vienna from vienna from budapest to vienna is shorter than vienna from depression yeah. imagine that imagine it's so incredible. there are guys it's not just bad things there are good things here there are yeah. good things um it's just that now i think the traveling declined a bit because of the crazy inflation because before you could buy yeah, you can get a, a you could get a ticket for three thousand euros you could literally travel for a very affordable price but right now things are a bit steep but we are just praying we're praying for god to take over and just help this uh economy to get better because that's all we can do for now there's nothing else we can do but i, I wanted us to also touch on the language barrier because um it's easier to communicate with youngsters because they know more yeah. english 
Then oh. when you get to the shops, most of the Especially time it's elderly. Especially in smaller cities. Have you realized why they don't greet you in the... Because I would go to Spa or Aldi and then I'll just be there like, you're on a board or like, uh, see ya. And they wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't reply ever. That's cute. Like, it's so that. rare for someone to be like, you're on a board as well. When every time... If, uh, I, if I'm paying, going out of my way to say you're on a board, my friend, I could have said Joe. Yeah. Naples, yeah, but I'm out here, but I'm here being like, you're not Kibanok, and they just don't. Say. I always it's wonder if my voice too low. Am I not saying, yeah, enough for them to hear me, or like what's happening? I don't want to lie, I've had people reply, but the thing is, when people are at a till, so every time, every time a customer comes, they say, you're not you're not until I come and they don't say anything. Oops. Oops. Nothing. Because the thing Oops. is, even if you don't understand the language, it's a normal thing to give to a customer. Yeah, I feel like they're so closed off yeah. towards English particularly. Yeah. Because you're going to see them saying, oh, I speak German, I speak Russian, I speak French, yeah. and I'm just there looking like, and English is where you draw the line. Yeah. Like, it's, I hate that they're closed off towards English. Yeah. It's one thing to not know English, and it's another thing to be to absolutely be closed, closed off. off. Like, you're like, I'm not even willing to learn. Like, I'm not even trying to say hi to not you. Because how hard is hi? How hard is sorry? Because when we come here, the first thing that we learn is hi, sorry, I don't speak Hungarian, um, you don't speak English. Or oh, I speak a very little bit of Hungarian. Or I speak a little bit of Hungarian. Like we words. try to express yeah. ourselves with the minimal vocabulary that we have. Yeah. And to see them be ruthless and impatient with you as you struggle and stammer is just the worst feeling ever. And then being like, oh, don't even bother learning it. It's so hard. Yeah. I feel like... If you guys encouraged us a little bit, maybe we'd have a better... Oh, sorry. Maybe we'd have a better attitude towards it and it would improve our... Here's another cultural shock. How they use Sia as hello and goodbye and how they use hello as goodbye. Because the last time... Even this one sentence day, I was like, structure. Bye, and they're like, hello. I'm like, are you greeting me? I guess are I need to come back. What's yeah, happening? Hello, hello. Only to find out Sia like, means hello and It means goodbye and, goodbye, and, at and the hello time. means hello and goodbye too. <laughs> I also, it happened to me at the bank, and I was just like, what's going on here on my first day? It's like, hello, hello, and I'm just like, um, just gonna stand up and leave, because that's what I was already doing, but (laughs) I'm confused right now. Yeah, because hello means... Even sentence structure, they don't have pronouns, they don't have, like, because they don't have pronouns, Mm -hmm. every verb has a feminine version, and a a masculine version, and because they don't have the helping verbs for the tenses as well, yeah. every verb has a past tense version, a present tense version, a continuous, a Even present continuous. It so it's hard. it becomes, and they have how many fucking vowels? We have five vowels, but I think they have eleven or twelve. Yeah, because just of the, vowels. Yeah, the ah, uh, yeah, the drag ooh, sounds, ooh, the ooh, ooh, and I'm just like yo. If I can say kusanam, I'm trying because I could have said kusanam. Because yeah, I feel like they have a really cute language, and I just wish that they believed in us more to be able to understand it. Because what do you mean it's the hardest language? Who told it's you? It's the fourth most difficult language in the world. Said who? Like it yes. took me. It said statistics, but do you understand how such statistics are are affect your attitude towards that language? True. If I came and I told you that learning Hungarian is difficult, yeah. then you're not even gonna try. But I mm-hmm. feel like there's so many... If, if they can learn German and speak it, if they can learn... Because I feel like also African languages are not that easy. Yeah. Let's start there. You speak closer and they always have those 
sound. the clicking <laughs> sound, which I can't even do up until today, you know. But and if you or if I'm telling, oh, can you teach me? And you're like, no, it's already, it's so hard. Like you're not even. Do you understand I how that puts me The thing me is, off? they consider everything when it comes to languages. The reason they would say Hungarian is the fourth most difficult language is because of the way it's written. You know how in as much as in Swahili, in Tswana, in Tosa, in English, and we write the same way. Whereas in Hungarian, you'll see those. Uh, Yes, the, you'll see yeah, those, those the they, special. Yeah. I don't know what they call all of those. Titles. Like they have special because I realized that the top four most difficult languages it's like Arabic. So the words that are not really written the same way as every other language. So they consider that and they consider the sounds like you said that the present tense, past tense, and whatever. Because in other languages, the moment you know the present tense, but Swahili is exactly the, the same. Swahili mm-hmm. is exactly. We don't have pronouns. Mm-hmm. Every verb has and a different version, right, uh, and it's 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 uh, when. But it yeah, this is the same alphabets, mm-hmm. but we also have additional sounds, yeah. which I feel like if we factor them in, like it would be. I feel like let me just ask you something. If they brought us here and they said in your first year you have to learn Hungarian because you're gonna be studying in Hungarian, do you think people would learn? Hung- we would definitely we learn would. Hungarian we exactly. Would. So I feel like the whole negative attitude towards it yeah. plays a huge role because now we're just like okay, even when they say okay, Hungarian is the fourth hardest language, in the- no one's trying to learn it. You yeah. see how that plays a yeah. role, and sure. then they're gonna be looking at international students as in you're the guys who are responsible for our culture being watered away. But literally, you guys are discouraging <laughs> us from. Ex- I'm just trying to for study for everything, like, every problem. It's no, like yeah, the ones that are bringing. I just feel like they could have a better attitude. English is way broad. Yeah. English is way it broad. Is like I'm here, but I'm still learning English, yeah. and I've been speaking it my entire life. Yeah. And I feel like with Hungarian, like if you if you dedicate a year to studying it in depth, you, you can get it, conversational. It goes back to how they exactly. isolate um classes and whatever because. <sighs> If I was yeah. learning amongst Hungarians, I would definitely because I was working with Hungarians, and every yeah. single day I would go to my supervisor yeah. and be like, "What does Deshek mean?" Because I yeah, feel like you guys you, say it a lot. lot, so my brain registers it even when I'm not aware. Exactly, it's gonna be like, "No, we've been here in the yeah. same word. What is Bochana, it? Yeah, like why? Is, what do you mean by saying one two three? And then I'm just like, "Oh, okay, I'm actually learning this, even though I learned it in my first day. I learned like basic Hungarian and whatever." And I wasn't really using it much, mm-hmm. but lately I was just start, starting to just speak it and just be like, um, myself of a dog, push badge, y'all the yeah. dog, someone, blah blah blah, and yeah. just be like, okay, I'm actually. Diak Bajol. You learn how to uh, see computer science and, yes. and engineering in, in and, English, in, I can say, yeah. it in Hungarian. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they were more excited yeah. about us learning the language, then it would be. Because obviously I'm like, yeah, you don't need to learn it. It's so hard. Yeah. Or you don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. It's just, I feel like there's a lot of resistance. I need to get your type of mindset. Because I'm also like, if someone is like, oh, it's top four of the hardest languages. I'm like, now it makes sense. Because now I understand why I haven't been getting it. <laughs> when I Come started learning it, I had no idea it was hard. Like I was in Kenya. <laughs> I was using Duolingo. I was yeah. using some of I had no idea it was hard. When I came here, like, I could pronounce things, okay, because yeah. I learned the pronunciation. Yeah. Now when I came is when I, I learned that it's categorized yeah. a hard language. And I was it's just like, before that, I didn't really yeah. care, and I was learning freely. We need to do it. <sighs> well, I just feel um, like... Oh, another cultural shock. Mm-hmm. It's how... I'm not sure if it... But it does belong the cultural shocks. But how... Um, the fashion sense here is completely different from Africa. Uh, First of all, I'm just going to start with our hair because I think when I moved here, this is a good thing, by the way, guys. When I moved here, I wasn't stressed about getting my hair done and all of that. I was so much more proud of wearing my Afro hair because 
they actually really compliment you and yeah. it gets people like turning like oh my god that's such beautiful hair so it makes you want to keep your hair instead yeah. of stressing and be like oh my god where am i gonna get money for braids because first of all braids here are so expensive <laughs> braiding your hair here is so expensive. don't even get started with the locks <laughs> the butterfly locks the four locks <laughs> All of those things are expensive. The range of the so, 60s. Honestly, keep the comments. I mean, keep the, the, the compliments coming. I'm loving them because they make me want to keep my hair yeah, even my, more. Even more and I explored like, like the hairstyles I could do with my hair. And the more I did that, the more I also fell in love with my hair. Because like, yeah. every person is just like, oh my God. Because we all have different... Africans have... Oh, we have so many African women and African people that have such beautiful combinations of hair. Like, we were speaking yesterday about how Cape yeah, Verde uh, yeah, and uh, from the North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People from other African The texture countries. is so different. And beautiful. And beautiful. And here it's more embraced. Yeah. Because it's 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 not a norm. It's Even like, different. yeah, like they embrace natural hair, natural beauty. Yeah. Like the... It's gonna be light makeup. Like yeah. you're not gonna be pressured yes. to put on makeup every day before going to school. Even the French, the fashion sense. Because I feel like in South Africa, when you are, dr- I'll yeah, talk you about, need to dress. You need to really make up. sure that you dress. Outside, you come here, you're just like, up, yeah, up, up. yeah, such a casual like type of fashion sense. Yeah, because it's Euro- It's more for Europe. Yeah, sense, it's so simplicity. Simplicity stressed. goes a long way. Yeah. Honestly, simplicity here goes a long way. Because I was looking at when I attended Melon's graduation, like, Melon was probably the best dressed. <laughs> because everyone is just looking all casual. They don't care. They're wearing suits that you can see that they either bought it for him 20 years ago and he just decided, you know what, oh, let me just wear this. Yeah. They can literally wear a denim to oh, their oh, graduation. Sorry. They can literally, their hairstyles, like, they're not stressed. In South Africa, it's yeah. a big deal. Even in school. Yeah. Like, I've seen my flight instructors with faded jeans and mm-hmm. I'm just like, aren't you earning a decent amount of money? Like, why do my pants look better than yours? Like, and you're the head of training? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't think that's decent. It's quite insane. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered... It. Ooh, wait, we didn't cover everything. So, my experience when I got here, you know, I had my nice party friends. So when I got here, I went to a club and damn, I was shocked with the music. I had to be... A little tipsy for me to vibe it because I was just there like, what on earth are you guys dancing to? I'm going to confess though. I vibe with the music. I mean, we're different as people. There are a lot of like other African countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I okay, I never went to rave outside Kenya. Yeah. I raved for the first time here, which makes sense why I was just oh, there. And I was like, okay, this is the normal that yeah. I can... Because all they do is jump, 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 jump. In South Africa, jump, move their hands. Jump. We dance. Like, you be dancing for real, for real, for real. Everyone is just trying to show off their style. Here, you're literally just jumping up and down, up and down. And the person next to you is also trying to see how you're jumping up yeah, and down. Exactly. With you. <laughs> the music is like, oh my god. They'll have four different sections, and all the music will be like, eh, not my vibe. You go to the next one, eh, not my vibe, eh, not my vibe old school songs yeah. it's 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 a whole different type but of i vibe. think when you are a good amount of drunk then you, get you to can vibe to that yeah like sliding you're just there jumping up and down because that's all you can do yeah that you're drunk you can't yeah. guara guara you really can't but yeah um oh my god the one other thing we haven't spoken about which i'm not sure if we should even get into it is how white women women and men look at black people as a fetish yo it is insane i'm gonna leave yo. it there. i'm 
gonna leave it there Yo, because what? other people are not gonna date you because they love you for who you are, but because black. You just wanna know what it feels like. That's just a fetish. To them, it's to like, them. oh, you're so sexual. They don't yeah. look at you like someone they wanna date for someone they wanna fuck. Yeah. Or just get intimate with and end it right there, right then. And I'm just like, the painful part is it. how it's not only white people that look at us especially black women as just sexual objects, even our fellow our african, african men the worst look at part. Us and we are just sexual so to everybody we are just these sexual objects we are dildos <laughs> an educated dildo <laughs> they're not regarded as human beings it's yeah it's crazy. crazy like we're not worthy of love and respect yeah. and affection because seeing how you could be at the store, you see an African with a white girl, they're shopping, they're doing casual things. But when it's you, they only text you in the middle of the night. They, they're like, the same do you want to come? The same that man? you bumped into in that supermarket with a He's white He's going to be texting you in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, hi, like do you want to come over? Owl. It's not yeah, even if like, you've over. eaten. No, no, let's go for drinks. No, can you come over to my place? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like that one who decided to... And follow me just because I don't want to go to his place. Mm-hmm. Uh, men. Like honestly, you look at me and you think I'm a person that just comes into your house to be eaten. I'm just a sexual object. I'm not a human being. It's disgusting. African men, you can do better. Black men, you can do better. We're already going through a lot as women and as black women and as black people. We are going through a lot. So you can honestly yeah. do better. The fact that white men already see us as sexual objects, I'm you guys can do so much home better. And you look at me and you just see my body. Like yeah. you literally don't even care about how I feel. It's so heartbreaking because it you really see is. how it really because they were talking about how someone was speaking about how at home we are taught to be these housewife material and blah blah blah. So black men see when they see a black woman they think not even they think automatically they know that you were raised up to be a housewife you were groomed you were groomed basically yeah and when they go to a white woman they treat them completely different they'll you will see a man carrying a baby and, and i'm not saying all black men do that do that i'm just talking about the majority from my from what i have witnessed you'll see him pushing the, the stroller or carrying the baby and the white woman is doing the bare minimum which is what a woman is supposed to do you, you're not supposed to be carrying like a lot of things yeah doing the most and you know all of those things they'll be helping out with cleaning in the house helping with cooking but because you're black you're gonna go to work come back at 8 p.m and you're gonna start cooking and don't even get me started i'm already getting upset yeah it's, it's a lot it's another topic for another day when you talk about relationships and all of that like oh my god it's just gonna be hmm, you guys will hear all about that i'm just trying to see if we covered everything that we say we're gonna cover but i think that is about it so right now we are gonna get into everybody's favorite part so we have decided that we're only gonna read one confession, confession per week and the other ones you will find them on our instagram page and please if you have any opinion uh, about anyone's situation on our page please go and comment please Easy to be comment kind. about it guys don't say anyone is stupid or whatever please be as kind as you can your comments must be kind think of that person as a human being that's what we're fighting for <laughs> don't be like oh my god you're dumb why would you do that blah 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 
just put yourself in that person's shoes and remember that we all have different mindsets exactly. and we deal with things differently so don't go there to judge help go there with a helpful mind and heart and whatever so we are gonna get into today's confession let's go let's go with it we're getting into what confessions so sprinkle sprinkle anonza wants your opinion my opinion or to anonza vent anonza means anonymous Yo, I can't get it with her. With her. Yeah, one thing about other friends. I have nicknames for everything. For everything. Do I have a nickname for you? Hmm. Are you looking at me and thinking, what am I going to call this girl? Hmm. No, thank you. So, Anonza says, I need to break up with this boy because he is finishing me every, in every way possible. He cheats, lies, and disappears on weekends. Except for weekends when I have been paid. Yeah. Every time I break up with him, he manipulates me and accuses me of cheating. Last time I tried to break up, he manhandled me. And he took my phone and went through my messages, but he found nothing. So he said we shouldn't break up on bad terms and I should let him stay because he will show he will show me he loves me. At this point, I'm actually thinking of cheating on him and making sure he finds out because I can't take it. He once got angry that I refused to let him drive and pulled the handbrake while driving and almost got us in an accident. When I found out he was cheating, I went through his phone and I was embarrassed by the number of girls he's asking out in his DMs. There's a lot to unpack there. and Do you want to go out on a date with us and just like go through this? So, okay. you were saying that if the if you are around... Yeah, definitely. Hungry, we need to talk. Let's sit down. Because there's a lot to unpack there. But meanwhile, yeah. assuming that you're far away from us and we are just here... Okay, so first thing that I'm going to start... The first thing I'm going to talk about, I think we can talk about both of us together. Yeah. Number one is you talked about how he's just there on... He's always away on weekends. Except when, except when you get paid the fact that a man is relying on your limited financial resources as a woman in a patriarchal society i have a lot to say on that that is an absolute no first of all i think from that first sentence you can just hear that that he's only with you because of the money leave him like it's just like only with you because of the money. money like and it's one thing for a woman to be the man because of money, and it's another thing for a man to be the woman. And I'm not talking about from a discrimination. Let's also, look at I'm this. It's not a good thing. Just hear me out. We're in a patriarchal society. Men yeah. have an advantage. The odds of you getting a role as a woman, as compared to a man getting a role as a man, are it's more likely for him to get a role. It's more likely for him to be employed. When you get pregnant or you're at a disadvantage, you're already set behind. They're like, okay, you've been away from work. You've been unskilled. You've lost. Oh, you have high blood pressure because of your kids. Like, the fact that there's a lot that we have to... There's a lot of scrutiny that we have to face in the workplace compared to a man. So, for you to earn a decent living, it means that you've gone all the way. And for a man who is on the privileged side of society... For him to just come and be dependent on, and be dependent like on you, that says a lot. That says a lot to be about, to, to me about that man. Yeah. And I'm already not for this relationship. I'm already like, this is not working. 
the thing is the fact that you wrote to us means you are trying to find ways to leave and as i hope this doesn't sound harsh but as harsh as it may sound sometimes leaving is just you pecking and leaving i don't know where you stay but honestly i know that as women we're always afraid to go to the police station and whatever because you're like i don't want to ruin his future i don't want to do this and this but he's ruining you mentally and psychologically yeah. the more you're going to hold on to him the more you you're going to suffer and so you're going to need yourself. a lot of money for you to get a psychology because the, the most the moment you get a good guy it's going to be hard for you to fall in love and all of he's yeah. just standing in your way in your so way. at this point Sometimes some things are really hard to do and some people are going to be like, oh, until you're ready, don't leave us yet or whatever, whatever. In this case and scenario, the longer you wait, it's like holding on to a rope. I'm going to make a, what do you call this thing, an analogy. You're holding on to a rope that is thinning and it's just cutting you off, like it's cutting off your fingers. When someone puts a, a, what's this thing, a soft thing, a jumping castle or whatever, that you can say what is going on <laughs> that you can safely land on today has been a long time very frustrated <sighs> so that's been safety. a long day it has <laughs> today recording today was such a lot but anyway because of the video let's just uh-huh. um i think there's a safety net like you know when there's a safety net for you to fall on and yet you just still want to hold on to this rope that is breaking you, breaking and breaking with every chance. That That's the same thing that happens to us psychologically. The more you hold on, the more it causes damage to you. And by the time you leave, you're going to be so hurting, so so bitter, so angry. And they're going to call you, if you're a black woman, they'll be, they're going to be like, yeah, black, angry woman. They don't know what you're going through. So don't do this to yourself. Leave. If you have to go and uh, have a restraining order against yeah. this man, Go and open a restraining order. Let him go. Like you've spoken about, she spoke about how he manhandled you. Like that's already a turn off. That's already a turn off. Like this level. man is disrespecting you on a whole other level, and I don't understand what more I need to say for you to understand that this is someone not worth being around. Yeah. It's just, I think it's you on know a that. whole other level. I think you yeah, know that. For you to have like, like sat down, guys, thought I'm about trapped, it. And I really don't know how to leave this or how to do this. Like, it's, you're just there screaming for help. And you feel like no one is hearing you because you don't know what exactly to do. But I think every time I find myself in tricky situations, at the back of my head, I know exactly what to do. So I think you also know that all you have to do is actually just wake up one day. Don't overthink it. Wake up, take a shower, go to the nearest police station, open a restraining order, tell him that it's over and I want nothing to do with you. This thing of him saying that you're cheating, tell him if you think I'm leaving you because you're cheating, it's fine, I'm cheating. You don't have to go actually cheat on him because then it's going to make him aggressive and you don't know what's going to happen and all of that. So don't put yourself through stress where you now have to cheat so that you can leave a person. Don't compromise on your values because someone around you isn't holding up to what they promised you. Mm -hmm. I think that's just yeah, yeah. honestly. Mm, I would say instead of cheating, leave the relationship. Just leave it. I know vengeance sounds like a better option, but yeah. it's gonna do more damage, mutual damage for you and for them. Imagine cheating on them and you end up cheating on someone who's shittier than what he is. You're just stuck with two shitty men now. Exactly. Don't You're gonna do feel worse yourself. about yourself. Don't do things that are going to end up hurting you. 
or your values and now you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and you can't recognize who you are because yeah. you, were trying, you were trying to push this person away because first of all that first sentence that says that he's there on every single weekend when you get paid it means he's there for money it's like with, with a woman you can cheat on a woman but if you give them money every single day they'll forgive you so what if he forgives you what if you go and cheat and he finds out and he decides that actually I still want to be with you? I was still cheating anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that we're doing because I'm yeah. not even going to feel bad like, about oh, it. I was cheating you too, know? babe. Let's forgive each yeah. other. Let's move on. So, don't do that to yourself. You just wake up and decide that today, babes, it's over. I'm not doing this with you anymore. If you need a friend or a family member to go with you, if you're afraid of this man, I'm really hoping and praying it's not like those dangerous men, drug dealers, blah, blah, blah. I hope and pray it's not that type of person yeah. because that might be a very tricky situation to get out of. But if the person is not that dangerous, you can literally ask a friend or you can ask a family member to escort you to this person and to just tell this person that I cannot take it anymore. It's over. You're yeah. going to have a witness. And then you go to the police station, you get a restraining order, just tell, tell them that this happened between this person and I so that he stays away from you. The from fact you. that he's embarrassing you in public, if a man is busy texting girls on DMs being like, yo, I like you, I like you, with whose money? And the car that he was driving, whose car is it? Because next thing we know, he's going to kill you, that person, because why did he do that when you were driving? Uh, yeah, worst case scenario, get a scholarship and go abroad. Yeah, because we don't know where you are yeah. right now. I feel like you'd start a new life in a new environment with the new people. I feel like... But also don't make a man make you do that. Like I said, it depends on how dangerous this person is. If it's someone that just threatens by um, beating you, which I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying if it's compared to a drug lord or anything, that would be crazy because they never let you go. But if it's someone that you can literally go to the police station and be like, I'm having a restraining order against this person, blah, blah, blah end it just wake up and just end it sometimes you just have to wake up and just be like i'm ending all of this thing i'm out of this i'm not doing this with you anymore and you know that you have friends and families i hope you do that will always be your witnesses or whatever so, so he will never come and try to hurt you especially when you have a restraining order because yeah. he will be the very first suspect should anything happen to you i do hope that you find that you get better because the whole this whole confession is a whole lot to take in like i gen- i understand There's what michelle was saying there. come like just, just come and us. have it let's just have dinner let's, let's have just brunch. have lunch we need brunch actually yeah we need it during the day the sun is out mimosa or something you know sip on something and just figure out a have way a because chance. there's probably and more get to know in, yeah in depth what situation you're in yeah definitely do you want us to go <laughs> If you're in Budapest, hit us up. We're friendly people. Okay, I'm I'm friendly by association. <laughs> I'm the most friendliest, kindest person in the world. But if you need if someone, if she likes too. you, then I like you too. <laughs> Oops, confessions. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and please do continue to send your confessions mm. and do comment on other confessions if you think there's an opinion that you have better or because we can give our own opinion and then you have a way better one like a yeah, better option yeah, when you've yeah. been in the situation, situation and you know what to do out of it please do comment in our post and the moment you comment whoever wrote the confession will be able to see it and if they can they can just reach out to you and be like hey so thank you for commenting this is the help i need or whatever because i think this is what we're trying to do with the podcast and with the instagram page and with the confessions yeah try to reach out to people that need help and 
basically connect people that can help and people that need help because we're not going to always be the ones that are there to provide the help but everyone in the community we're trying to create a community that's yeah. going to be helping each other exactly much as regarding to yeah. living abroad and study abroad student and all of that and um, all of that and all of that but one thing about life all things will be fine you know God always God is always there for us so things things will be fine absolutely you will be okay we'll it feels like okay. you're trapped but it's just a milestone yeah true yeah there's bigger things in life than a man bigger and better things than, than a, a man, man and who's his taking car. money from you oh my god I can't even imagine literally when a man makes me pay for my own uber i'm already upset yeah i'm already like <laughs> i'm already i feel disrespected <laughs> after the money i spent on this dress i'm wearing the heels i'm wearing oh my god my own my own uber. that's just the uber we haven't talked about making the me meal. pay for the meal if i'm paying for my meal best believe i'm never leaving my house for you ever, ever again, again. Two hours of make of putting on my makeup, making sure I look good for you. My hair. Do you know how much maintenance I need for my hair? And I'm looking porch for you, and you can't even Skincare pay for routine, foundation, outfits, shoes. If I build you for what I'm looking right now, for what I'm wearing, if I give you a bill for that, you wouldn't even open your mouth because I'm definitely worth more than. I'm a million times worth more than that food that you Curry. ate. Exactly. And chicken is chicken. Exactly. Chicken from KFC and chicken from Ritz Carlton, it's still chicken. So, True, but in South Africa, we have chicken from Nando's that feels like it went to private school. So, I think there is a difference between chicken <gasps> now, but there's something that's different. Oh my God. And I'm the chicken. We are, we, we, we are the chicken from Nando's expensive one so you need to take care of us please you know, nando's chicken. chicken from nando's because it's mean, we don't have nando's in kenya Oof. i wish i could bring you nando's but flying 13 hours of meat is not gonna one day anyway guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you for the love for the comments for the confessions for everything uh we all, we get so many comments that say i love you um I don't know if you're referring to the podcast or to us, but we love you too. Um, we have a crush on you. You guys are crushing on our podcast. That is amazing. I never knew people can crush on a podcast. Ooh. Thank you, though. You have I have a cute. crush on you. Yeah, like, oh my God, you have a crush on a podcast. That's so cute. Podcast. It's so I'm cute. into finance and tech, guys. So if you're <laughs> not in that bracket, you're my sickos type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming for my life. Oh. No, but honestly, um, I w- as much as I would like to know who's this person who just keeps being like, I love you, or like, I have a crush on you, I really want you, or whatever, as much hey. as I would like to know, I'm afraid that it could be a close guy friend and we might bring what we have. Because, first of all, you need to, to, to fit a certain category for me to consider you to be my partner. Because in my partner, I want someone who is... Um, working towards the kingdom of god so someone who has god by his side by his side someone who's yeah working towards at this point the those are those are basic values yeah it's like the very religious basic i mean spiritual 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 um money, money wise where are you financially stable and career wise and your goal needs to be marriage and kids because right now i'm not trying to be playing i'm trying to um, hook up yeah i'm not trying to hook up we're beyond that guys no no, 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 no. This We're is not trying to do prime that. Another important thing for me 
I am very short, so already that puts my kids at disadvantage. So if you're short, I'm so sorry. I cannot be with you. You can't make another dwarf, no? Yeah, no, uh, uh, I'm too short. Like, I really, I'm short enough for the both of us. So I need a man who's tall. Who's, who's going to cancel out that, cancel, cancel out that chromosome, cancel out yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like when they're doing the whole chromosome matchup and whatever, you can see that we have the a The odds of my of child being short. Tall, yeah, you know. Especially a guy. To, yeah, we need, to, we need to figure things out. And I go to the gym, I try to maintain my body. So I need a man who's going to motivate me to go to the gym. Because the moment you are a guy who just sits indoors and we eat junk it's food, a turn off. I'm going to want to do that to you. So that's not a good thing for me. <laughs> I love a man that works out. Yeah. I don't, but I love a man that works like, out. Like, you don't just have to be a perfectionist. Just not even go to the gym because you want to have the six pack and this. I don't care about six packs. Health. Health is wealth. But yeah, we're going to leave you guys at that. Thank you so much for loving us, for being with us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow Michelle on her two Instagrams because she decided to delete the third one. But anyway, <gasps> please go support her. Look and at how she's talking about Support me. me as well. Follow me on my Instagram page at masichot underscore nm. And your Instagram handles, Irvin? Oh, know. my Instagram handles are off limits. <laughs> but it's on the page. Everything's on the page. So leaving a but yeah, my Instagram page is kind of Michelle. And Urban Fanta as a DJ. And then our Living Abroad page is livingabroad.podcast. Living but for TikTok, I forgot to put the dot. So it's Living Abroad it's Podcast. Living abroad podcast. Yeah. And Masteco's hair is always looking on point because Thank she you. is a hair specialist. She sells hair and she forgot to tag her hair page. I will not take my hair page until further notice because right now my hair business is like sleeping. You know, it's summer, it's hot. We're not going to have women put on heavy wigs. Winter is wig season. If you don't have a wig in winter, what are you doing? Just don't text me when you don't have a wig. What are you doing? Because I don't have any wigs for you. <laughs> <gasps> I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm messing up my makeup and I have to go out. <laughs> oh my guys, we love you. Bye. Bye.